Hello, darkness, my old friend. Pain for the New Jersey Devils and just their luck. We have a lot to discuss in this recap episode against the Philadelphia Flyers, so please buckle up and you might want to grab yourself a drink while you're at it. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils Podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 10.34 p.m. Eastern Time, January the 28th, 2021. Pain, guys. That that game was painful. And uh, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, the Devils just recently wrapped up their second game against the Philadelphia Flyers, and it was just so hard to watch because the Devils had that game in the bag. They had their opportunities. Certain things stepped up for the Devils, but uh, unfortunately, it seems like when they step up one area, it seems like the other area just goes completely into the trash. That's based on what I saw. So, you know what? I don't want to rant right now. That's going to be for later, but for right now, Obviously, the Devils are now 3-3-1, and and before we talk about anything, let's look at the standings out east. So, the Capitals are 5-0-3, the Bruins are 5-1-1, the Flyers improved to 5-2-1, the Penguins are 4-3-1, the Sabres are 3-3-2, and and the New Jersey Devils are right below the Sabres now at 3-3-1, and and below us are the two New York teams, so the Islanders are 3-4, and and the Rangers are 2-4-1. So let's talk about some pregame notes. So Lindy Ruff just coached his 1,500th career NHL game. He's not only one of the most winningest coaches in NHL history, he's coached a lot of games to get those wins as well. So congratulations to coach. Uh, Kyle Palmieri continues to struggle. So uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Kyle Palmieri has never gone this long without scoring a goal because we are seven games into the season right now, seven games in the books, and Kyle Palmieri still does not have his first goal of the year. I know he's a streaky, uh, you know, goal getter, but usually he starts off the season, you know, really well. So uh, for for Palmieri, he's still struggling to get his first goal of the year. So, you know, there's that. And let's talk about the best news of the day. Jesper Bratt is finally back for the New Jersey Devils. I honestly thought that they would give him a day or two just to recover, let him get used to the rotation, let him get used to practicing once again, you know, slowly but surely try to integrate him. Nope, nope, nope. He he was recently announced he was eligible to, you know, be removed from the quarantine list, and uh, they put him right into the fire. They said, go after it. So, Jesper brought uh, literally like a few seconds into the game, and this is what I actually thought the New Jersey Devils would do something. Boy, do I always get my hopes up. But Brock... Uh, looked very aggressive uh he could have gotten his first goal of the season within the like the first minute of the game but unfortunately it just didn't work out in that instance you know story of the new jersey devil's life <laughs> at this point but uh yeah brought looks stronger he looks more determined and it looks like he didn't skip a beat so obviously he got some shots up unfortunately it didn't translate to goals but you know what I- i'm liking this effort from brought so far obviously this is his first game so i don't want to overstep anything but people should be really excited that brought is finally back for the new jersey devils finally back in the rotation and speaking of the rotations 
some things have changed for the New Jersey Devils. So I talked about it in a couple episodes ago. So uh, obviously Janssen was struggling at first when, you know, he was playing in his first few games with the Devils. And then uh, the last game against the Flyers, like I'm talking about on Tuesday's matchup, Janssen obviously got his first points of the year with the New Jersey Devils. He looked like he was better uh, prepared. It looked like his shot was better. He was more aggressive. He didn't look like a deer in headlights. And uh, obviously that was because they actually demoted him a little bit they put him in the lower tier of line shifts for the New Jersey Devils but uh, after that good game they brought him back up to one of the top lines so uh, I was a little surprised about that because I did say that if Janssen does well with the bottom tier lines then he'll have no problem getting his numbers back up and then you know obviously being promoted back into the top tier lines for New Jersey but I didn't expect it to happen that fast but obviously since Brat is back that kind of changes everything Thing. It changes the dynamics. So Janssen was given uh, a bigger shot. And Sharon Govich was actually playing center uh, this game for the Devils. So, you know, Lindy Ruff says he likes to switch things up. So that's very interesting to see. I, I personally... Uh, would have kept Janssen in the bottom tier line so that way you know he could still get his uh, reps he could get his points up and you know it looks better on paper for him you know that that's just me I, I wouldn't rush it because obviously we're trying to get Janssen to a groove but uh, in this game Janssen still looked good obviously it didn't translate to any points or anything of that nature but still uh, Janssen looked like he didn't skip a beat from Tuesday's matchup against the Flyers I just wish it would have translated to something so let's actually look at the line pairings for the New Jersey Devils. So at left wing, it's Janssen. At center, it's Hughes. At right wing, it's Brock. And then the second line pairing is Zaka, Zajek, and Paul Mary. Uh, third line pairing is Wood, Sharon Govich, and Gusev. And then the final pairing is Kwokinen, McLeod, and Bastion. So I have no problem with Ruff moving Sharon Govich to center and also just integrating Brock quickly into the top line. I have no problem with that. The only problem I have is maybe we should move Janssen down to maybe the second, third, or if you want to really take things to another level, maybe move him down to the fourth line because, let's face it, he hasn't been playing well uh, this season. And, uh, you know, for the most part, people have been saying he's a disappointment so far. Obviously, it's still early. But, you know, I, I, you guys know I am known for my hot takes, so I'm just making a hot take. Please do not shoot the messenger. Please do not come at me. I am just saying because I just want to see Janssen succeed. I want him to have more points more goal opportunities, more assist opportunities. Because like I said, I would love 2018 and 2019 Janssen. I feel like that would benefit everyone. And once he does do that, then guess what? This team is a lot better. I'm just saying. So anyway, let, let, let's uh, move away from Janssen and the line pairings. Let's just overall talk about the New Jersey Devils in this game because it went 0-100 to 100 real quick. Not to quote Drake or anything, but that is so true because it looked like the Devils had this in the bag. It looked like they were going to win this. It looked like they had the Flyers in check. It looked like their defense finally got their act together. And unfortunately, we fell apart big time. But I told you guys to place your bets on the New Jersey Devils for this game because I felt like they would do better, but obviously that didn't happen. So if you did lose money, I greatly apologize, but I'm going to tell you where you can get more money and place even more bets. So go to betonline.ag to place your bets right now. Wait a minute. I think it's time for the first live read this morning. So let's talk more about this betting online website. Alrighty now. Are we ready for some 
some more hockey. Are you enjoying the season so far? Because the season is in full swing. And as always, there's some big matchups to look forward to. The NFL regular season is over. And also the playoffs are pretty much done. It just comes down to two teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks, And it's becoming clear who might become the next Super Bowl champion. Or I hope it's remaining clear. That's for you guys to decide. So there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. Go to betonline.ag. Sign up for today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for 50% welcome bonus. NFL games of the week are usually talked about. College football top games, current headlines in sports, that's what they'll usually talk about. It, they can always flip it around. NBA, NHL, MLB, whatever the case might be. So don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. And also check out the social media page. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and use that promo code locked on for your sign up bonus hashtag bet online get with it and get in the action everybody So before we dissect this game, let's talk about streaks once again. And no, we're not talking about Ty Smith's streak. Don't worry. I'm done talking about that for right now. We are going to be talking about the New Jersey Devils team streak. So the Devils had never lost back-to-back games this season. So this uh, series loss to the Philadelphia Flyers marks the first time this year that the Devils have dropped two straight games. And you know what? That's uh, something to hold your head high about at least. that's uh, If you have to take a positive away from a negative, just know this is their first back-to-back loss of the regular season. And, you know, it's bound to happen to any team. And uh, the Devils dropped the first six games last season. So we've already improved upon that. So, you know, we went from losing six straight to, you know, just losing uh, two max right now. So uh, I fully expect the Devils to bounce back in the next series against the Sabres. We'll talk more about that later or maybe in the next episode, whatever the case might be. So uh, anyway, also another streak for the New Jersey Devils ends. And it's a specific streak because I'm sure this certain streak just went by everyone's heads. And uh, I'm sure no. No one was paying attention to it, and I didn't know about it until it was said on the broadcast. So, uh, the New Jersey Devils this season, prior to this game, every time they scored the first goal of the game, they would end up winning the game. So, uh, their 2-1 win against the Boston Bruins, they scored the first goal of the game. The Rangers, first goal of the game. The shutout against the Islanders, no duh, obviously. First goal of the game, and unfortunately, that has to end at three games. So, uh, that's unfortunate right now because the Devils did actually score the first goal in tonight's matchup against the Flyers. And it was uh, thanks to Severson. Severson got his first goal of the season. So uh, that's something to hold your head high about. And also, speaking of first, Ryan Murray assisted on Severson's goal. So Ryan Murray has his first points ever for the New Jersey Devils. So he finally cracks into the scoring book as well. So congratulations to both of those players for making impact plays. And speaking of making impact plays, so I hinted about this earlier in the episode. I talked about how Paul Mary still has not gotten a goal in uh, seven games for the New Jersey Devils currently. And this is the longest he's gone in his career without scoring a goal. I just want to say that it doesn't look like Paul Mary is, you know, showing any signs of frustration. It doesn't look like he's not being aggressive because, you know, he's actually creating opportunities for his teammates and he's actually creating opportunities for himself. So he led all players in tonight's matchup with shots on goal because he finished the game with six. So it looks like Paul Mary is aware that he needs a goal and he's trying his best. So I like the aggressiveness and I like that uh, in previous games he's been trying to get his teammates more involved. That's why he currently 
currently has three assists, but for right now, he's a little off the mark of, you know, trying to beat what he did last season. So for Paul Mary, I expect him in the series against the Sabres to uh, really have a breakout game because, you know, I projected for P.K. Subban to have a breakout game, but that obviously has not happened quite yet. And uh, for Paul Mary, I think Paul Mary and Subban, both of them are due at any given moment, so I wouldn't sleep on those players quite yet. So for Paul Mary, you know, he's getting to the blue crease. He's uh, trying to create opportunities for his teammates. He's obviously not afraid to let the puck fly. And obviously, you know, sometimes it just doesn't go in because, like I, like I said, there's an old saying, everyone has different forms, everyone has different releases, but at the end of the day, it's still a 50-50 on whether the puck goes into the twine or not, because it either goes in or it doesn't. Those are the outcomes, okay? And they also acknowledge that on the broadcast, you know, with Paul Mary being aggressive and just trying to create shots for himself, and uh, you know what? And everyone knows it, so... I have faith in Paul Mary, and by the way, uh, one of my uh, listeners from Germany brought this up. He said that, uh, you know, Paul Mary is a great leader, and I just want to say he is absolutely right. Paul Mary is a great leader and a great role model. He and Travis Zajac are great role models for this Devils organization. That's why Paul Mary is one of the alternate captains. That's why Zajac is one of the alternate captains, and, you know, now we see why Severson is one of the alternate captains, and uh, hopefully when Heizer gets back soon, I think we'll have four alternate captains and hopefully we can get three alternate captains and one head captain sooner rather than later but obviously that's a discussion for another time but either way Paul Mary excellent leader for this Devils organization especially since we're in rebuild mode especially since we're trying to maybe you know crack a playoff spot right now it's not looking too good because we just dropped uh you know uh how many games have we dropped so far we've dropped three of our last four games so uh, yeah, we lost uh, to the Islanders, then we uh, split that, uh, then we lost twice to the uh, Flyers. So yeah, we've dropped three of our last four games, so it's not looking good right now. We've uh, hit a cold streak after getting off to a pretty decent start, but you know, part of that is we need Blackwood back because, listen, I would have loved to see Hart and Blackwood just go at it. Two young goaltenders just trying to outshine one another, so I was really hoping. So uh, Elliot got the start on Tuesday's matchup for the Flyers against the Devils. And, uh, you know, then uh, Hart was given the nod to start in uh, tonight's matchup. And I was really hoping that Blackwood would be cleared to play and we could move Scott Wedgwood to the side. Because, like I said, I love Scott Wedgwood and all, but I need Blackwood back out there because Scott Wedgwood still makes a lot of youngster mistakes. Because he's not a rookie, but he's making a lot of, you know, inexperienced youngster mistakes. And, you know, we can't have that when we're trying to uh, get off to a better start to the season. So I was really hoping to see it because. Hart played excellent, okay? I, I can't take that away from him. He let one goal go past him. And let's be honest, that Severson goal, that was just great timing because Severson was able to get a goal off because there was a line shift going on. And it was just excellent timing. It was like time slowed down for Severson. It's like in that video game where, you know, uh, I, I don't know if you guys play Grand Theft Auto Five. It's where one of the characters, uh, Michael, he can like slow down time and... Uh, that's what it felt like Severson was doing. He just slowed down time as the line shift was happening, and he got the goal off, and the devil strike first in that game. And you know what? I think it's time for the second live read this morning, and I believe it involves chain stores and some sort of energy bar. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based Based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership 
or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com let me tell you something about built bar built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever the improved built bar is even more delicious 18 amazing flavors including nut and non-nut flavors six new flavors caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp oh my gosh this is delicious i've already had a few when i go out to the gym and they are super healthy too you're probably thinking wait a minute these bars are covered in 100 chocolate soft and easy to chew uh, uh 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy built bar is great for the health conscious guy lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat built bars are low in calorie low in sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet and you yes you i'm gonna make an offer that you can't refuse go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order use the promo code locked on and get ten dollars off at builtbar.com there we go i repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it go to builtbar.com and get your built bars right now okay i tried to be nice to the new jersey devils but i can't hold it in anymore it's time for me to rant what the hell happened new jersey how can you do that you outshot the flyers you had your opportunity and yet you couldn't get anything going and then you completely collapsed in period number three how can you do that how is that possible i don't know what happened because uh what happened what happened so for 37 minutes at one point during the game the Flyers only had six shots on goal. So I was like, okay, the defense is doing great for New Jersey. They are doing excellent right now. All they need to do is just get that final goal to break the Camels back for the Flyers. And they're going to come out victorious because I was like, uh, the Devils have not lost back-to-back games quite yet. And I was like, they're not going to do it tonight. They're not going to do it tonight. They're not going to do it tonight. Boy, was I wrong. Okay, to give you guys some reference, New Jersey outshot the Flyers 14-4 to in period number one. Then here comes period number two. And the Flyers still have four shots on goal. So throughout the uh, entirety of the game, at one point, the Flyers only had eight shots on goal after two periods. How can you do that, New Jersey? You had them right where you wanted them. And then here comes period number three. And you allowed them to get, like, what, six shots on goal? And then they get a goal out of it? I mean, Wedgwood, you have to do better. You guys have to play more aggressive. I don't know what you can change at this point because it's like... They're not even creating rebound opportunities the Devils are. It's like they shoot, they miss, and they're like, oh, okay, we need to get back on defense. They don't even try to create rebounding opportunities, and it's frustrating. They look lackadaisical out there at times, and I'm just like, you guys have a chance to win. You have a chance to do something special. You have a chance to improve your record, and yet you can't even do that. I'm just frustrated right now with this team because I know you can play better than that. Now, here's the thing. The Flyers were over 2 in their power play opportunities, so I'm like, okay, the Devils are doing a good job, or maybe 
not a good job because they weren't put into too many situations, but the Devils were doing a good job of staying out of the penalty box, and if they were in the penalty box, they were killing the puck, okay? They weren't getting it into the twine. They weren't letting up any more power play goals, and the Devils were 0 for 4 in power play opportunities to flip the side of the coin. Devils, you need to improve on your power play numbers. I, I, it's, we are seven games in, and you only have one power play goal? That is unacceptable. What else are we going to do? We have tried everything. I am getting frustrated right now. If we want any shot to, you know, shock the world or whatever, we need to capitalize on the opportunities that are presented to us. That's all I'm saying, okay? We cannot go 0 for 4 in the power play. We cannot keep allowing power play goals, even though we didn't allow one in this game. It's getting frustrating. So, for the Devils, I just need improvement right now because the Flyers blocked 16 of your shots. 16, and you only blocked 7 of them. And in face-offs, you let the Flyers absolutely thrash you. The Flyers won 74% of the face-offs compared to the Devils' 26. Overall, the Devils had way more shots than the Flyers, twice as much. The Devils had 34 shots on goal, the Flyers only had 17, and yet the Flyers came out victorious by a score of 3-1. to one. Really, New Jersey? Is that what we come down to? Seriously. We can really do better, and we need to do better against the Sabres, okay? Because those are gimme games. The Sabres have been, haven't been doing well this year. And this is your first time seeing Taylor Hall ever since you traded for him because you didn't get the opportunity to play the Coyotes last season. And guess what? I think Taylor Hall is going to be coming for your throats, so you better be going at his throats. So the one thing I have to say is when we have the man up, it doesn't look like we have the man up. Like, Lindy Ruff, you need to do something with your specialty teams because they're not working. Coming into this game, we were tied for one of the worst penalty killings in all the NHL. I think we were tied for 29th. That's not acceptable. I know we didn't give up a power play goal this game, but it's starting to become a concerning trend for the Devils. So, for the Devils, my main takeaways is you need to get more shots to go into the twine. I know it's easier said than done, but when you're shooting that much, when it looked like you had in control of that game, when your defense was stepping up, you need to capitalize on that. You can't be, you know, walking this tightrope because it seems like every time the defense has a bad game, the offense has a good game. Every time the offense has a bad game, the defense has a good game. Find the freaking balance, okay? Balance it out. Specialty teams. Just kill the puck. Blast the puck down to the other side of the ring. Don't try to get the shorthanded goal. Power plays. We have the man up. Act like it. Stop passing it around being so soft. That's all I have to say. So this game gets a D because I'm frustrated. I'm surprised I didn't give it an F, but I'll be generous. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for hearing my rant, and hopefully you guys can relate to it. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Thanks for listening. I will catch you in the next episode. Devil step up.